Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for utterance by your spirit. Thank you because light breaks forth. We are changed by your word. Jesus is unveiled. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. All right, so last week, Wednesday, we started an extremely important conversation about the kingdom. Now, I need to emphasize this over and over until it sinks in that the conversation we're having about the kingdom is not just a, a, a Bible study lesson, as it were. In addition to it being a Bible study les lesson, it is a frame that you and I must learn to, to interact with scriptures through. I promised us by God's grace sometime in the new year, we're going to have a series or teaching series on how to read, study, and interpret the Bible. There are many who have read the Bible for various purposes, some from, from, from cover to cover in multiple versions, and they've published theses, dissertations on certain accounts in the Bible and have not for once interacted with the life of it. Some have interacted with the Bible from an historical view. Some have interacted with the Bible from an anthropological view. It's just this awesome holy book. It's the Christian's literature. All right? But for you and for me, the, the, the revelation embodied in scripture is powerful to change lives. And we begin to engage with that power strictly, exclusively by the role of the Holy Spirit. And when light begins to come, the frames that you reach through, the lenses that you reach through become important. Until you learn to understand that this is a book about Jesus, about the revelation of Jesus. From Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, it's a book about the revelation of Jesus and God's plan. It's a book about the revelation of Jesus, all right? And you begin to see Jesus from the pages of the Old Testament up until the Gospels, up until the epistles, and, and, and Jesus becomes unveiled, all right? That is where we begin to unlock the power of Scripture. Now, why are we saying this in a conversation that is about the kingdom? Interacting, I don't know why the Spirit of God is leading me to start this way. Interacting with God's word as a book on the revelation of Jesus itself has multiple facets. A revelation of Jesus as what? As a prophet? Of Jesus as a great leader? Jesus as an inspiration? Or Jesus as what? And that's where a teaching like this comes in. That you understand that really it is about kingdoms. It is about kingdoms. Hmm. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. What a time we're going to have this evening. Let us go quickly to our anchor scripture. Revelation chapter 11 and verse 15 revelation chapter 11 and verse 15 it says and the seventh angel sounded 
Hmm. And there were great voices in heaven saying, this was the declaration of those great voices. It says that the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. Glory to God. Glory to God. Please, if you missed last week, I want to encourage you, make plans to revisit. We laid the bricks for the conversation as we are delving deeper this evening. Now, we talked about the kingdoms of the world and the kingdoms of our Lord. All right. So, what are some of the things we settled? Just a very quick recap. We said that this kingdom is an eternal kingdom that means it's not just a very long time this kingdom existed before time and when time like a stop clock you know uh, um, many of us will be familiar with that it, genesis chapter 1 verse 1 literally was the click of a stop clock start in the beginning in the same way there's a click boom where time ceases to be at that instance, this eternal kingdom remains sure and established. So that was what we settled, or part of the things we settled. It is an eternal kingdom. It predates time and it outlives time. The mandate of the kingdom is for extension, expansion, and for establishment. And we touched on that. We will go a bit deeper. And we said if that expansion and establishment will be successful there must be the use of communication media tools language if if at all it will pass the definition of kingdom there is land involved territory and we saw the role that technology boy Please do not miss any iteration in this series. Please. The role of technology in expanding and ex establishing kingdoms. And then we laid the brick from Matthew chapter 1 verse 1. That the book, the gospel of Matthew reveals Jesus as king. And the very first line that the author would allow us to shine a spotlight on the book of the generations of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So today, my assignment is to, is to take us further into understanding the kingdom and then by God's grace, next week, we'll look at Abraham and the kingdom. The Wednesday after, we'll look at David and the kingdom. And you begin to see things from scriptures that maybe for so long we have not paid attention to. Many don't see Abraham and think of anything. King, of course, King David. Trusting the Lord that we have a wonderful time in his word. In the last part, we defined a kingdom as a territorial unit in which it is headed by a king and the dominion of that king is established in that territorial unit. We gave that definition of a couple of possible definitions of kingdom. And I told us that we will define the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. 
All right. So in today's teaching, we will define the kingdom of God. In next week's teaching, by God's grace, we will define the kingdom of heaven. Hmm. I think we should do the definition first before we go into our text for the evening. If a kingdom is a territorial unit, a region of land, all right, speaking in a terrestrial definition now, or, or let's just say territorial unit is more appropriate because it could be a spiritual territory where there is the influence, all-encompassing influence of a king spreading over that territory in a way that the words of the king, they are not suggestions, they are not opinions, they are not gathered around for people to debate, discuss, and vote. The words of that king become law, guiding law, principles for that kingdom. Therefore, the kingdom of God is that territorial unit where the king enthroned is God and his all-encompassing dominion is impacted upon that territorial unit. Please pay attention. So what does that mean? It means that anywhere where God is king and his word is law there, you have the kingdom of God. Now, as, as at this moment, this is why we are spacing out the definitions so that there's space in your heart to ruminate and brood on these words by the Spirit. The place where that sort of kingdom exists in its entirety, no rebellion, absolute worship to the king, absolute worship to the king, where you have the king on the throne, is heaven. Remember, we said it is an eternal kingdom that existed before time. And then as part of a mandate to expand and to establish in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, there is a stop watch initiated in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. The heavens there as an expansion of an eternal kingdom where the reign, the influence, the all-encompassing rule of the king of glory will exist in perfection. No rebellion, absolute worship. That exists in heaven. The earth as a model to learn from. So next week, we will define the kingdom of heaven. Now, every time we read God's word, we see reference to the kingdom of God invading, invading people, invading cities, invading territories. I'm being tempted to define kingdom of heaven, but I will wait so that this one can soak in. Because what God is raising here is solid giants, well-trained, well-taught, well-refined giants that someone can wake them up. So what is the kingdom? They understand and they have this consciousness that there is a tussle of kingdoms. The same way the king of glory has a mandate to expand or right to, to, to establish his kingdom, the rebel kingdom. Remember what we learned? 
that when you say no to the king, it's not disobedience, it is rebellion. The rebel kingdoms of this world also have that mandate to expand and to establish and they are working on steroids overnight. But glory to God, we know the announcement with great voices that at the final score, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Hmm. All right, John chapter 3. John chapter 3. I will be reading from verse 1 to verse 6. John chapter 3 from verse 1 to 6. It says that there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. He was a ruler of the Jews. Please pay attention. Verse 2. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, there's no time to, 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 to stay there. He reckons Jesus as Rabbi. Hmm. He says, we know. Now, Nicodemus had come himself. We, he's using the term we. We don't know if he's speaking on behalf of himself or of all Pharisees. But listen, it says, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. I'm a teacher. Okay. It says, for no man can do these miracles that you are doing except God be with him. Verse 3 says, Jesus answered. Now, my question is, did Nicodemus ask a question? He made a statement. I, I, I am not without any attempt to stretch your, your prolific brilliance or intelligence. To me, this doesn't look like a question. It looks like a statement. A statement made at night by a senior influential ruler of the Jew. He says, we know you're a teacher. All these miracles you're doing, God is obviously with you. So Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Hmm. What a response. I'm sure Nicodemus is like, what are, Jesus, what have I asked? What are you answering? I am saying you are a teacher. Obviously, you have, God is with you. You are, you are doing these things because God is with you. And Jesus is suggesting to Nicodemus that I, I, am, I am here representing the agenda of expansion and establishing. There, this is a conversation about kingdoms. If you, are, if you reckon me a teacher, you won't understand the fullness of my assignment. I, am come, I, I, I have come here on, as, as an epitome of a kingdom. He says, these miracles you are seeing, all these things you are, you are referring to, in this kingdom, they are normal. That's our normal existence in this kingdom. The challenge is that you will not be a part of it unless something experientially happens to you. 
I know you are a teacher in the synagogues. I know you know the Torah. I know you know the law. I know you have many followers on Instagram. I know you teach a group on Sundays. I know you have a large following, but hear me until you reckon that this is about expansion and establishment where what you glorify as miracles are normal in this kingdom. He says, but to, 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 to see, to see it, you must be born again. To see it, you must be born again. To see it, you must be born again. Verse 4. So Nicodemus said unto Jesus, He says, How can a man be born when he's old? He says, Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? So Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, you know, you know. If you are reading this in the Greek, Jesus is saying, Amen, Amen. Surely, surely. He's saying this is, these, are, these are settled, eternal, pre-time establishments. He's saying that at your level outside the kingdom, number one, miracles will, will continue to look glamorous to you. But in this kingdom, it's, 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 it's our normal. Now, if this concept of being born again that I've, I've just told you is the way to see and you are going the route of a mother and a womb, he says, no, there's more Nicodemus. There's more Nicodemus. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So first there is a scene of the kingdom. Next there is an entering in. Hmm. So Jesus says in verse 6, he says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That which is born of, the, so Jesus is saying that I am representing the expansion of a spiritual kingdom. A kingdom that predates time, a kingdom that exists in perfection in heaven. However, the desire of the king is for expansion and extension and establishment to bring many into this kingdom. And while there is free entry, it says not everyone will see it, not everyone will enter. If you will see it, you will have to be born again. If you will enter in, you would have to be born of water and of spirit. So Jesus is introducing us into the life of the kingdom. And he says, if you're going to enter in a life where miracles are normal to you, a life where miracles are normal to you, a life where God really is king, seated on his throne. Hmm. And then he talks about entering in, entering in. Entering in, somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Hmm. Hear me, child of God. Any rebellion towards the king of glory is already an ascent to the kingdom of the world, whether it is deliberate or not. Um, let me give an example from, from science. I won't mention any country in particular, 
just because this study has been reproduced in multiple countries. You might check, you might want to hear this and check what the, the default is in, the, in your own country. Two neighboring countries were studied for the percentage of organ donations. One was above 70. The other one was less than 20. And they were neighboring countries. And people were, people were wondering, you know, the researchers that did the study, they were really concerned. What's it about their culture? What's it about their society? That some are so altruistic and, and you know, they want to do this. No, and some really, and they dug and dug and dug into the data. People gave suggestions, you know, people, amazing case study. What, what do you think is responsible? It boiled down to the policy design. In the countries where the default was opt-in, it means that your, your, your organs will be donated when you pass on. And if you don't want it, let us know. We'll take you off the list. Those countries are the higher rate. So it's not as if the people were, were nicer. It's just that they didn't bother enough to get off the list. In the countries or in the places where the default was, you know, we won't... We won't um, where the default was, we won't put you on the list. And if you want to do this great cause to ensure that you, you are the reason why someone has, you know, another chance at life, let us know. The, the rates were a lot lower, not because those people were worse humans, but because there was no occasion to demand it deliberately. Hear me, child of God? In the same way, the default entry for every creature Everyone on the surface of the earth, the diff, especially since the fall, the default, the default is opt-in to rebellion. And Jesus says here that there is a realm of glory where the default life is life of miracles. God is not only with us, he is our king. Glory to God. And he says this place is available. You can see it and you can enter in. You can see it and you can enter in. You can see it by a process called being born again. Immediately, if you are writing, you can write it down. The entrance door to the kingdom is salvation. It says you can see it. You can see it. You can see it. It says, but if, if I will really be representing the kingdom, we don't just want you to see it. We want you to enter in fully and to be able to participate. We want you to be able to know that miracles are normal here. Miracles are normal here. Glory, come on, it sounds like I'm describing someone's family right now. It sounds like I'm describing KICC Canada right now. Miracles are normal here. If it is the kingdom, miracles are normal here. Don't, don't come tag me as a teacher that does miracles. That is not my appropriate designation. I am a king that has a kingdom and there is an invitation with your name on it. You can see it and you can be a worker of miracles. And that's not big deal for, for us here. Which is why it breaks it. it. Hmm. Miracles are normal here. Miracles are normal here. Miracles are normal here. Come on, that, that needs to sink in. If it's if it's if it's if it's big deal to you, maybe outside the kingdom. Here it is, it is normal, normal, normal. So Jesus says, except a man be born again, that person won't see. 
the dominion, the rule. You won't see the rule of God. You won't see the rule of God. I want to reach out to everyone under the sound of my voice. Maybe like Nicodemus, what you have is religion. Maybe you even have a title. Maybe you have people you are even teaching. <laughs> and you've not encountered the authorized entry into the kingdom. Tonight is your night. Titus chapter 3 and verse 3 to 7. It says, for we ourselves. Now, I, I need you to really understand what is going on here. Every great kingdom, every great empire across civilizations, whether you go all the way down to, to ancient civilizations or you go to more recent empires, all right, or the, the, the mighty move of, of colonizations that we saw from, from Europe, you know, led by countries like Britain, Spain, and Portugal, powered by technology. The ability to have ships that will sail long distances safely. Exploring new lands, discovering countries, discovering, <laughs> discovering countries. Taking their, their, their precious riches. I remember I was in, in, in downtown Geneva, visited the museum. I saw artworks from Benin. Artworks, precious, unthinkable levels of creativity. And you see the dates on some of these things. Circa 17-something, 18-something. You see, th these kingdoms were, were interested in at whatever costs. Expand and establish. To expand means we will, we will. And which is why, I don't want to mix too much this evening. But child of God, do not elevate history to the truth of God's word. History is biased towards the author of history. God's word is infallible in eternity. Some of you listening to me right now, there are newspaper publications. If I, if I flash them in front of this camera, you will tell me that RPD, you know that's biased reporting. Do you know who owns that media company? Media, again. You can see the role of media, land, technology, in expansion and establishing kingdoms. So, PD, you know who owns that. That's, 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 that's a revisionist approach to what truly happened. Do you know that same newspaper? 100 years from now, someone will discover it. I say we found the truth. My question is, what are we carried today that we are calling the truth that was a lie in its time? Which is why I will rather build my life on what has passed over time, the, the, the test of time and the test of all tests, and is still standing and building lives and introducing people to the king of glory. That there's an agenda to expand and to establish, and that the king, the original pioneer of the kingdom, is inviting you, is inviting me to participate in the supernatural, a place where miracles are normal. A place where miracles are our default. A place where our king is enthroned. A place where his word is law. Titus chapter 3 verse 3 to 7. It says, for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice, envy, hateful, hating one another. 
It says, but after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared. Verse 5, not by works of righteousness. This would make sense to you if you joined us on Sunday. It says, which we have done. It says, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. It says, which is shared on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. It says that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. You can see this word, eternal doesn't mean very long. It's talking about the quality of an existence that predates time. A kingdom that you and I will be a part of if we can say yes to seeing and yes to entering. The authorized entry point is Jesus Christ. Hmm. The colonialists knew this when they had their master strategy sessions. They say you go to this land, they have this, they have this, they have this. These ones have oil, these ones have gold, these ones have coal, these ones have bitumen, you know, all sorts of resources. These ones have art. It says you go there and take over the kingdom at any cost. That is C. I haven't seen it at any cost. It says then when they have been subdued and they are ready to play a game, we now begin to establish. Let's teach them. Many of us speak English today, not because it's our original language. It's the language the colonial masters brought. In some regions, they speak French. In some regions, they speak Portuguese. We teach them our language. We teach them our culture. We will make ourselves look like saints. We will rewrite history. How we brought amazing things and development to their regions. If not for us, <laughs> so in this kingdom, God, the King of glory, came himself, manifested in the flesh, and says, I want to bring people in. I want them to experience a spiritual breath. Not, not, it says the one that is of flesh is flesh, a spiritual breath, so that they can see the kingdom. They can see an alternate possibility. Eternal life. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 24 to 28. It says, For I will take you from among the even, and I will gather you out of all countries, and I will bring you into your own land. It says, Then I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean from all your filthiness. It says, And from all your idols, the kings that have had your allegiance in previous times, it says, I will cleanse you. A new heart also I will give you. And a new spirit I will put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. It says, I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. Verse 28. And you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and you shall be my people, and I will be your God. <laughs> I will be your king. I will be your king. Pause for a second and brood on what Jesus told this ruler of the Jews. 
It says, don't, 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 don't see it alone. This, this, your brand of teacher doing miracles, God's with you. It says, no, there's more to it. There's a kingdom up for takes here. This, 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 your obsession with law and rights and formalism, all of those things point to me. Your reintroduction into the eternal kingdom of the Father, it begins with me. If you can believe in me, then you have a reconnection to the kingdom. But he says that if you will participate and hear me, this is really the crux this evening. That beyond seeing, because I know a large chunk of those who are listening to me have already seen it. You've already seen it. You've experienced being born again. There is an invitation for you to participate, to enter in. He's saying in kingdom parlance, we've extended the kingdom up to you, but now we want it established. He says, how is it established? Let's learn a lesson from the way empires spread. Oftentimes, there will be somebody on ground executing a policy document. Somebody on ground, depending on the cultures, in fact, in Canada, as at today's date, <clears throat> we have an individual known as the Governor General, a representative of a Royal Highness, the Queen of Canada. There is a policy document, a constitution that contains the will of the king or the will of the sovereign and there is an administrator a governor general whose duty it is to administer it now as many who that policy document is administered in them they become products of the colony that they've never stepped their shores outside of this territorial unit but they reckon themselves as belonging to a commonwealth in fact we've taught them a new language and they speak it well. Their, 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 their weather and their temperature might be 35 degrees, but because there is a policy document, we can instruct them so much on a new culture that they will wear their ties and their shirts and their three-piece suits and they feel like proper representatives and products of this colony. The sun is blazing, but they will still make their hot tea with their three-piece suits. See, that is the impact and power of establishment. That there is an individual, and you are wondering many times, it's not a game of numbers. You are saying, why didn't these people gather together and just storm this one person? Why, 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 why don't we plan a revolt? But there's a lesson there. If you will enter in and there will be an establishment of a kingdom in a way that you can speak the language and live the life, the culture, experience that kingdom, there must be a policy document that contains the will of the king and there is an administrator, a governor general representative that instructs and shows you how that policy document is executed. Meaning that if you went to a new colony, potential colony and you threw the documents at them and you brought one of them I said this is from today it is now one of the colonies of KICC and you say take the documents I'm sure they'll first look at the documents 
They will call the educated people. <laughs> Someone now is, is, is seeing where we are going with this with Isaiah 29. They will call the educated people. Can you read this document? <laughs> they said we understand the alphabets, but we don't know the will of this king. <laughs> Lest we misinterpret it. They call the illiterates. The illiterates look at it. So we, we don't even know what this is it, is it, what's this? Hieroglyphics? Sign language? Say, so drop it. Then the administrator comes. It says, the desire of the king is for you to operate in accordance with his law, in accordance with his will. Hear me, child of God. Miracles were not designed to impress you. You have been called to be a worker of miracles. Jesus is saying to you right now that if you will make a decision today, not just to see, but to enter in. It says everything possible in this kingdom will be possible in and through you. And what is that? Having been born again, having seen, it says there's something called a, a, an experience with the word and the spirits. An experience with the water and with the spirit. It says that this, this king has given us his policy document. He has documented his, 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 his law. He has documented his bidding. The, the template is there. It will make no sense to you unless you allow his administrator, his governor general to, and, and, <laughs> to reproduce his culture in your life. Somebody say, enter in. Somebody say, enter in. A realm where the world will look at you. It is obvious that God is with you. They say, boy, welcome to the life of the kingdom. And they're looking, pity. How do you do it? How do you do it? And he tell them, but I've not, I've not just seen it. I have entered in. I have a relationship with the governor general. I know the policy documents and boy does it teach me this is my new culture. I am thinking his thoughts. I am seeing the way he sees. I am not analyzing society like the, like, like the mere masses. I belong to a kingdom. Glory to God. That's what I want to challenge you with this evening. As we now begin to unveil the life of Abraham and the life of David, and we zoom in on the king himself, looking at the life of Jesus and possibilities in this kingdom, and you'll begin to see that we've been sold, we've been sold a scam. We've been sold a scam. We've been sold a scam. That's all this, what we will wear, what we will drink, what we will eat. It says these are meager, minor issues. Seek you first the kingdom. It says, your boy, does your king know that you need these things? But kings know that they don't have needs. In this kingdom, he has, he has invited you and I to become kings. He's the king of kings. He's saying that you are, you've not been created to need these things. Your heavenly father knows. If you can plug into my kingdom, he says these things will be cha literally chasing after you. Why don't we believe him? Why would we rather chase after things? Because there's an alternate kingdom where it is scarcity. It is dog, it's dog. It is chase, 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 kill, destroy, dominate. And I pray for you under the sound of my voice that you will cooperate with this administrator, with this governor general of the king of glory and that you will watch him change your life and that beyond seeing the kingdom, you'll be a participant in this kingdom that you will enter in by the ministry of the word 
and by the ministry of the Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, glory to God. I said glory to God. Please hear me, child of God. It's important for, for, for you to allow the Spirit of God to begin to work on your mind. In this kingdom, the goal is not to make heaven. The goal is not to make heaven. In this kingdom, that's not the goal. The goal is to, be, to, to establish the kingdom of God right here. To establish the kingdom of God right here. Because this heaven, this heaven has, end, it has end date. It has an end date. But eternal life has no end. <laughs> because when the stop clocks ends, then we return to the kingdom. The original kingdom. Somebody say glory to God. Don't worry. If you've noticed, we're going bit by bit. Trying not to say too much in one session. So that there's space for you to brood over these words. You know, some of you will wake up tomorrow morning and you just realize, boy, this, this, these funny things I've been chasing, I need, I, I'm representing a kingdom here. My kingdom should be responsible for me. You don't see ambassadors running from pillar to post looking for things to buy and now their children will go to school and now ends will ends meet representing a kingdom. No, I've seen it and I've entered in. I cease from my struggles. I cease from my labors. I enter into his rest. My, my, my obsession must be as far, as far as I can enter in paying attention to the word and the spirits. Allowing the governor general to, to fill me with the fullness of this policy document. That I know what the king wants. I know what the king likes. I know what the king desires every time. I know what brings the king joy. I know that miracles are by default. For those writing Revelation chapter 21 verse 1, I have referred to this too many times, not to read it. Revelation chapter 21, because next week Wednesday, by God's grace, if Jesus tarries, we will define the kingdom of heaven and you will discover that, that really, really, especially those who are not joining, on us, joining us on Sundays, Please, very important. You will discover that this righteousness issue, if you can have faith in Christ Jesus, God gifts it to you. He invites you by salvation to see the kingdom. He invites you by deliberate allowance of this governor general. Unlike the colonialists, hmm, it tells us the character of this governor general. This one is gentle. This one is gentle. This one is gentle. This, this governor general won't use guns. They won't lock up your children and, and, and do all, all sorts of unthinkable things in the name of indoctr indoctrination and, and, and culture blunting. This administrator, take your permission. You see, administrator, this is the will and the mind of the king. Reveal it to me. Ah, this is this is this is this is this is this is why I'm here. Revelation 21, verse 1. It says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. It disappeared. Literally saying the stop clock ended. Verse 2 says, And I, John, saw the holy city, a new Jerusalem 
coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband. And a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them, and be their God, and be their God. So the stop clock ends. The kingdom is larger than this. It is time for you to start seeing your role as a critical player in eternal life, as a worker of miracles, as one who has been administered by the, by, by, by the word and the spirit. Hmm. John chapter 3, verse 6. John chapter 3, verse 6. As we begin to wrap up this evening, I believe these thoughts have challenged and quickened something in you. I am not just a teacher that is doing miracles. I belong to a kingdom. It says, humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to, new, to spiritual life. It says, so don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, describing the character of the Spirit. It says, just as you hear the wind, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it is going, so you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. So in verse 9, how are these things possible? Nicodemus asked. Jesus gave him an interesting reply. It says, you are a respected Jewish teacher and yet you don't understand the things of the kingdom. What are you teaching? What Really, what are you teaching? It says, I assure you, we tell you what we know and have seen and yet you won't believe our testimony. But if you don't believe me when I tell you about earthly things, it says, how can you possibly believe when I begin to tell you about heavenly things where the kingdom of God is at 100, 100% fullness? It says, really, those are the conversations I want to have. You guys can't handle it now. Does that sound familiar? It says, no one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. And as Moses was lifted up, and as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. I want to leave you with questions this evening. Are you saved? There is an invitation to the kingdom with your name on it. The rebel kingdoms and the, the, the manner in which colonization was executed makes us think it's, it's a regular badging, like a SWAT team badging in. No, it's an invitation with your name on it. It's a knock on the door of your heart. It's, it's, it's a beckoning to say quit from your struggle and your sorrows and trying to add everything up. It won't, it won't add up. It says, open up thy invitation. Enter in. Are you born again? And if you are born again, my challenge to you this evening, don't stay there with a tag. Don't stay there with a badge. I am a, I am a, I am a Christian. I belong to a church. That is great. That is great, but don't stay there. Are you born again? Have you entered into the kingdom? How do you know that there is an establishment of the rule of God? An establishment of the rule of God in your heart by the water and by the spirit. The administrator of the policy document calling the shots. 
feeding on his will. Somebody say, enter in. Somebody say, enter in. Hmm. Thank you, Spirit of the living God. A realm where miracles are normal. A realm where miracles are normal. You know, some of you will literally go back now. I begin to see scriptures about the, the kingdom of God. And you are wondering, is this what I've been missing out on? Is this what I've been missing out? I know I've seen it, but I, it's like I've seen it, but I'm like, well, I know another way that works. Let me go chase after these things. And Jesus is saying those things were designed to chase after you. This is the way. As we begin to round up this evening, John chapter 16, verse 7 to 15, I want to leave these thoughts on your heart. Like David said, the, the, the night watches, these are my meditations. As you go to, to bed this night, I want these to be your meditations. John chapter 16, verse 7 to 15. Jesus is saying, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. He says, if I do not go away, the comforter will not come to you. He's saying the, 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 administ the governor general, as it were, the administrator will not come to you. He says, but if I depart, I will send him unto you. When he is come, he will reprove. That's an interesting word. If you check the Amplified, it says he will convict and convince. The Greek word there could mean reprove. It could also mean he will expose the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. He says of sin because they believe not in me. You know, this is deep. Jesus literally gives us the definition of sin. It's not those wonderful, big, grievous acts as it were. The only sin is refusing Jesus. Doesn't matter who you wear, what you've done. I'm telling you today, if you can have faith in the Son of God and believe that his sacrifice was good enough for you, he will forgive you, he will make you brand new. It won't even leave you there. It will bring you into his kingdom. He's done it many times in this policy document, in his word. We've seen it many times. Murderers, rapists, prostitutes, the ones written off by society. He's giving them a new bill of life and allow them to do great things consistent with his original will for their lives. I don't know who this is under the sound of my voice. Don't write yourself off. Believe that Jesus saves. Maybe Christianity has not made a good show or a good representation. This is not an invitation to a religion. This is an invitation to a kingdom. This is an invitation to a relationship. It says of righteousness because I go to my father. Those of us who are around on Sunday will, will, will appreciate this. Jesus is saying, I've shown up. Don't, don't bother about righteousness. If he sees me, he's seeing you as far as you are in me. Glory to God. And he says of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. He's literally saying that that other kingdom, why, why do you want to stay on the losing team? On a lighter note, it's like when Chelsea is playing, let me pick a club from Division 2 so that, so that I don't cause a war on what has been a, on <laughs> a, 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 a serious conversation. Maybe Chelsea is playing Lutton. Lutton. I don't know what division they currently are. But, but you get the point. And you see that they have supporters. And you know that it literally needs like 
But for them, they, they, they have things at stake there. Jesus is saying there's stakes for you in this kingdom. This is the winning kingdom. The prince of the kingdom. The, the, this, this, this rebel king trying to do all sorts. He says that he's been judged already. I have yet many things to say, but you cannot bear them now. You will need the administrator. The spirit of truth. When he's come, he will guide you into all truth. He shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear. That he shall speak, he will show you things to come. He's saying without the ministry of the spirits, you cannot live the life of the kingdom. A life of miracles. A life of wonder. A life of a complete rule of the king. It's an existence within an existence. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father has are mine, therefore said I, that he shall take of mine and show it unto you. What will you do with this word? You have an invitation to be a part of an eternal kingdom. I'm not talking of heaven earth. Those are expansion projects. You have an invitation to be a part of an eternal kingdom. You know, there's so much tough news around the world. Losses. Many of us, 2021, 2020, we've lost people dear to us. But we know that it's not just about heaven and earth. There is eternal life. There is an invitation with your name on it. It's an invitation to be a part of an eternal kingdom. And that kingdom, hear me, can be manifested here on earth if you make a decision to enter in. I want to pray with two groups of people this evening. You've not even seen it. It's just been religion and crap and these self-righteous people, I don't want to have anything to do with them. And the church, you fought it for so long. But as the word came this evening, you could sense a beckoning on your heart that this is it. It's a life. It's an invitation to rule. It's an invitation for dominion. It's an invitation to extend, to expand, to establish. And category two, you are born again, but there is nothing dominion about your life. It's just like defeat to defeat to defeat to defeat. You've been chasing after the things that chase us in this kingdom. The secret is the ministry of the word and the spirit. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Please, this is not a doctrinal bias. We don't believe in the Holy Spirit in, in my church. We saw it from God's word. Jesus said it is good for me to go. You will need that administrator. If you will know the culture, if you will know the language, if you will know to please the Father, if you will know to live the life of the kingdom, if you will know to live a life where miracles are normal, you will need the Spirit. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for your anointing upon the Word. Thank you for the many that will see. Thank you for the many that will enter in. Thank you because miracles become our default. Thank you because the King is our King. He's not just a ceremonial head, but he's our King. He calls the shots, and by the help of the Spirit, we obey. We know to please him. We know what he wants. I want to pray for you under the sound of my voice. I sense someone is struggling. <laughs> you are saying, if Jesus knows what I've done, he can't forgive this one. 
and I'm telling you that the, 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 the spirit is, is, is shouting it loud to you that will you believe the sin is to not believe it's not about the many terrible things you think you've done the sin is to not believe if you will believe right now you can open that invitation and it can be a part of this family a part of this kingdom please say with me Lord Jesus I believe that you are the son of God I believe that you died for my sins I believe that you took my place in the grave I believe that you rose up on the third day I believe that you showed up to the father so that I can receive your righteousness I believe that your desire is for me to rule and to reign here on earth and eternally with you in glory thank you because my name is engraved in the book of life I receive the grace to live for you forever in Jesus name wow congratulations you are born again and if you've been born again and for those who just made that I want to pray for you that you will enter in and begin to enjoy the ministry of the spirit and the word I wish there was another way but if you are going to establish reproduce the culture the way the default of this kingdom the ministry of the spirit and the word must come to play father in the name of Jesus I hold my hand with all of your children under the sound of my voice we refuse to watch as though on a movie of a country that exists somewhere where everything works but we can't enter in thank you because we are being beckoned this evening to be a part of it of the miraculous to live a life of glory even right here in the now on earth to be proof that the kingdom of god is here and it has come father i pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that there is a baptism into the ministry of the word and of the spirit like never before there is an interpretation of this policy document written upon our hearts that will begin to see the way you see we begin to think the way you think we begin to relate as those who have a king. We begin to go in the power of your strength, displaying the glory of the kingdom, not lacking anything, nothing missing, nothing broken. Ah, reproducing the miraculous as our default. Thank you, gracious Father. We give you all the praise. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give via email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you are a champion. God bless you.